T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Danny Cannell here. Let's see if he is as grinchy as I am. Danny is coming on courtesy of Bet Online. Check out Bet Online for updated bowl lines, props, and futures. Danny, are you like me? Do we need to change the way we name these bowls? Well, I would start off, you know, you said violent night. I would slash about half the bowls. I think there's too many bowl games. Like, the game we had this afternoon, I think it was the Camellia Bowl, a you know, couple of six-and-six six juggernauts going toe-to-toe. <laughs> oh, those Buffalo Bulls like, go, taking wonder, on Georgia Southern? Yeah, Georgia Southern and Buffalo. Why, we wonder why players act like the Bulls aren't a big deal. It's because they aren't anymore. Like, it used to be something special to get to a bowl game, and it meant something. Like, you had to accomplish you know, a significant achievement and be considered a good team. Now you have to be 500. Like we reward mediocrity. So we get more mediocrity and it's hard to keep track of who's playing. Like half the players opt out. They're in the transfer portal. That thing that bumps me out. But the good news is we're almost, we're almost through the games that are kind of the, the lesser, less than stellar games. And we're getting the more meaningful games. So I think that's good. But I'm all for renaming them. I'd be all for that. I do like the celebrity name ideas. Uh, Danny, fun. first off, we need mediocre football to bet on on the <laughs> mid, in the middle of the day on December 27th. Besides yes. Browns football. We, yes. But let me ask you this, though, Dustin. Yeah. Do you need mediocre football to bet on in the preseason of the NFL? Because like, that's what this is turning into. Like, yeah. I like to try to look for an edge. And, you know, fear like we don't even know who's playing in these games. Exactly. (laughs) Like this Oklahoma State game tonight, I don't know who's playing quarterback for either team, Wisconsin or Oklahoma State. Right. And so that's what that's where I think it's frustrating. And trust me, I love to put a little action on all these games too, but I also like to try to be smart about it. And I think, you know, maybe live betting is an option because sometimes you can tell a team has hung it up and they're not going to show up and you can jump on a blowout, but it's almost impossible to give you know, good advice in some of these early bowls just because you have no clue who's playing. All right. Can I interest you in turning the uh, the lesser bowls into like a uh, – in the in the group of five playoffs? 
Like, give me, oh, like, the top great. 16 group of five teams into, like, those whatever, 20 bowls, whatever? Yes, that'd be wonderful. Nick, I'm, I would absolutely, like, campaign for that to happen because there's 130 teams that compete for a national championship at the FBS level. I mean, what is it now with the 14 playoff? When we start the season, there's probably legitimately only 15 schools that you think can win the national championship. So 15 out of 130, well, 65 of those are power five. So you could whittle that down. And then the programs that really don't feel like they have a chance and deep down inside, they know they have no chance of winning a national title. Let's split the divisions up and let's let the group of five have their own playoff. I think it'd be phenomenal. And I think it'd be compelling. I think when you watch these teams, as opposed to playing for some trophy, that's, you know, I, I can't even like, to come to Schaumburg, Illinois trophy, like I, whatever it is, like let's make it a championship trophy and let's play multiple games where a team could get on a run at the group of five level and actually win a championship that is a legitimate championship, not one like UCF had to claim back in 2017 when they ran the table, didn't lose to anybody, and everybody kind of laughed at them, thought it was a joke. Let's, let's give those a group of five teams an opportunity to win a real championship. Okay, Danny, so let's let's look ahead to some games that, that do matter. And of course we're talking about games this weekend. Actually Saturday's got a nice slate because I think I think the uh the Kansas State Bama game is gonna be a nice appetizer before we get the playoff uh going on in the in the afternoon. By the way, do you like the, the games on New Year's Eve? Yay or nay? Um Yeah, I do. I'd probably rather have them on New Year's Day, but I get why you don't want to go up against the NFL. I'm not a huge New Year's Eve guy. Like I just I don't know. I kind of, I don't, I, I mean, I like to have fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's a little <laughs> bit sloppy in a lot of places. So I, I like having games lined up all day. Then you kind of recover on New Year's Day and watch the NFL slate. So I do like it. I know it's not the best for ratings from, you know, ESPN, uh, the, you know, who owns the Bulls. I know it's not the best for ratings, but I kind of like it. Uh, so I do like the games on New Year's Eve. I, I know you were really high on Ohio State the last time we talked early in the yep. season. Are we still as high as Ohio State knowing they have to go through Georgia to get to the national title game? I still am. Call me crazy. Maybe I'm a sucker because I picked them to win it all in the preseason. But I actually think they're one of the more dangerous teams here in the four teams because they've got new life, right? They've been given a mulligan. They thought their season was done and they were going to be donezo. And, you know, there goes their hopes accomplishing all their goals and then when USC lost that Pac-12 championship game all of a sudden Ohio State gets new life and so they get another opportunity and I think they've kind of they come in with a stress-free attitude like hey we no one thought we could be here we lost to Michigan like what do we have to lose now a little more motivation for them and I think Georgia is actually a pretty good matchup for the Buckeyes because if you look at the teams that have had success and beaten Georgia there aren't many but the teams that have had success in beating Georgia over the last couple of years has been Alabama, last year's SEC championship game, and you had stellar quarterback play from Bryce Young, and he had a full assortment of weapons. And then the national championship game, he had two 1,000-yard receivers that were out. so They were kind of hamstrung, and they couldn't put up those type of points against Georgia and lost in the national championship game. And then this year, the teams that were able to have some success uh, were, one was LSU in the SEC championship game where they were throwing the ball with a lot of success. Now, it was too little too late, but I think if Ohio State, if they can protect C.J. Stroud, which I do think they'll be able to do somewhat, I don't think it's going to be a perfect pocket, but I don't think he's going to be running for his life either. 
I think they can put up some points on Georgia's defense. And if Georgia, you know, gets down, say they're down ten to three or fourteen to seven, it'll be the first time they've experienced that really all all year. They played from ahead. I think it'll be a really fascinating uh, storyline to keep an eye out for for the Buckeyes, who I do think will have some success moving the football against Georgia's defense because their schedule has been lighter this season. They haven't been tested. And Ohio State, they've been tested. And yes, they failed one of those tests against Michigan. But like I said, they'll get a free pass here and a new life. And I think they're going to make the most of it. Yeah, you're right. I think the only time they trailed really this year was in that Missouri game, which they came back and won right. on the road, right. which is kind of a, just an anomaly type of game. But let me ask you this, Danny. I feel like Ohio State has athletes and players that are almost like not built to play in the Midwest, but more built to play in a dome. So I kind of feel like this is going to be favorable, favorable for the Buckeyes. I totally agree. Uh, I mean, there was the game against, was it Northwestern, when it was like 40-mile-an-hour yeah. gust. Yep. They struggled there. Even the game, even though it was at home, it was still cold conditions. But when you're a team that likes to throw the ball as much as they do with timing and rhythm and crisp, clean routes, like playing indoors is exactly what the Buckeyes need. And if you go back to Tennessee, the Tennessee game that Georgia played and Georgia won and their defense looked awesome, that was in Athens between the hedges where Tennessee's fan base was really trying and basically daring Georgia to see how loud they could get. And Georgia was like, okay, we can get loud. And so Tennessee had like 10 false start penalties, and it, was, it really impacted the game. While Atlanta's not going to be quiet by any means in Georgia's backyard, the Buckeyes will be well represented. And I think they'll be able to move the ball and, you know, and hear the snap at least or use the silent cadence with some success. But playing indoors, I think that's the biggest um, thing going for Ohio State because they'll have no wind. It'll be, you know, nice, you know, pretty humid indoors. It's not going to be hot, but it'll be perfect conditions for a fast-paced team that wants to have the advantage of the receivers don't have to slip. They don't have to, you know, worry about catching the ball with cold hands, it'll be pristine conditions for them playing indoors at the Georgia Dome. So I think it absolutely plays in the favor of Ohio State. Danny, uh, with with Georgia, for the longest time, it felt like they were the 1B of college football. Kirby Smart was the best coach in college football to have not won a national championship. What was the thing that finally got them over the Saban hump and over the national championship hump? Well, Nick, they've been knocking on the door for a while. Um, this has really been a process, right? And sometimes that first one is the hardest. And what's crazy is you remember the second 26 play where Tua uh, you know, hit, I think it was Jalen Waddell, down the sideline for you know, the, the game-winning pass to win the national championship where Bama won it from Georgia. If that game flips the other way, you know, there could be potentially playing for Kirby's third national championship. Then last year, of course, coming up short in the SEC championship game, but then getting that opportunity in the national championship, you get that first one and you feel like the floodgates have opened. And I was wondering if he could sustain the level of success because it's one thing to win a championship. It's another one to keep that hunger, to keep the desire, to keep the focus. And Georgia looks like they're more motivated, more hungry than they were last season. I don't think they're quite as dominant on the defensive side of the ball where you wouldn't expect that when they lost five first-round picks just from the defense alone last year. But the offense is a little bit better. So they're a different personality than last year's team, which is why, you know, they've, and they've kind of figured that out. And that's a tribute to Kirby Smart of being able to, all right, if you have a little bit of a lull and you're working in new guys on the defensive side of the ball, then you flip over to the offensive side of the ball and Stetson Bennett's able to carry you. 
But really, Nick, what it's all about is talent acquisition. And when Kirby Smart took over from Mark Rick, he absolutely crushed it on the recruiting trail with bat, you know, either one, two, or three you know, finishes in the recruiting rankings. And that's what it's all about. And Kirby Smart is a mass talent the same way that Nick Saban did in Tuscaloosa. And that's a huge part because when you get the talent and then you cultivate it the way Saban did at Bama and the way Kirby's done at, at Georgia, that's how you start a dynasty. And that looks like what it's on the way of Kirby Smart starting to do there in Athens. Danny, I'm a big Max Duggan fan and love what he has been able to do this year and with Sonny Dyke's new offense there at TCU. Uh, do you give him a chance against the Wolverines? I do. Um, I, so I, and I, but I don't think it's going to be – like here's what I'm worried. I think Max Duggan will put up some points. Quentin Johnston is a stud He's on the outside. Stud, yeah. He's oh, yeah. best wide receiver. Kendra Miller's a nice changeup if you want to try to run the football. He's been a focal point of that offense. I love Sonny Dykes and Garrett Riley, the offensive coordinator, their offensive mindset. I think they'll be able to put up points against Michigan's defense. What I'm concerned about the most for TCU is, you know, withstanding Michigan's physicality and run game, even without Blake Corum. I mean, look what happened. There's not a team I don't think in the country that has as strong of an identity as the Michigan Wolverines do when they're just when they're on the offensive side of the ball. Jim Harbaugh knows exactly what he wants to be. He wants to run it. He wants to take it and pick his shots. And now he's got the quarterback that can hit those like he did with those three touchdown passes against Ohio State. And also you can wrinkle in some quarterback run, which keeps you on your toes. And even though Blake Corum went down, Donovan Edwards steps in. He has 185 and 215 and his two only starts. I mean, there hasn't been any drop-off because – they have one of the best offensive lines in the country. They've got a mentality that says we're going to push you around. And I do think this will be the biggest, most physical offensive line that TCU has faced all season long. So I think TCU's best chance is to get this shootout, you know, a game in the 30s, where if they can do that, then I think TCU starts to keep believing, hey, we've, we've come back from, you know, we've deficits all season long. And that's also when I think Michigan could be faced with an intriguing situation. So I absolutely think TCU – has a chance. My official pick is the Buckeyes, and I'll lay the seven and a half, and I kind of hope I'm wrong. But I think in the second half, I think that's when the depth of Michigan's roster comes to the, comes to the forefront and starts to wear down on TCU in the fourth quarter. So I think, I think Michigan wins by 10. I think they cover, but I think, I think TCU will make it really interesting for a half. And both these teams are great second-half teams, but I'm a believer in Michigan's depth a little bit more than TCU's. So would you bet on – or actually, you know what? Who would you favor in a Ohio State rematch in the national title game? Pick em. Yeah, I think it'd be a pick em, but I actually I, – I, I think you might even see – because I saw right after, and this is one thing that's driven me nuts all season long because I've had a lot of conversations with different people about power rankings, and I actually saw it when Florida State beat LSU the first game of the season. In week two, I saw a power ranking, and LSU was ahead of Florida State. And I was like, wait a second. Florida State just beat LSU in their backyard. And they're like, well, it's a, you know, it's a based on roster and how these teams are going to finish. And I was like, I don't care. I actually think Ohio State might be favored by less than they were the first time. Maybe a, a, a one and a half or a two point favorite Ohio State would be. Um, because I think for some of the same reasons they were in the first time, even though Michigan looked like the better team that day, I think the way the Vegas odds makers look at it is all right, if you played 10 times, you know, how. How would it stack up in those types of situations if you're playing indoors or in an environment like you would be in L.A. at the championship game where it's outdoors and weather is clean? I think that would favor Ohio State. So I think Ohio State would be a slight favorite if there was a Michigan-Ohio State 
rematch, which I actually, I hope we get. I think it'd be great for college football. I think it would rate off the charts. I think ESPN executive would be doing backflips if that was (laughs) the outcome. And I think it'd be great for college football. I think, you know, they'd they'd love to see this. And no knock against me. I live in SEC country in the South. I played in it at Florida State. I didn't play in the SEC, but that region of the country. I think it'd be great for fans across college football to get a Big Ten showcase, much like we've seen the SEC showcase a few times with the uh, Bama and Georgia playing against each other. Danny, great stuff. Last thing, do you think Dion's going to have success at Colorado? I do, Darren. He's he's built for this era, right? He's built for the NIL world. He's built for, I don't want to say selfish players, but it is more of a selfish mindset. Yeah. But players want to build a brand, and they want to be on TV, and they want to have cameras following them everywhere. And if Dion could bring five-star talent like he did to Travis Hunter to Jackson, Mississippi, I'm going to assume he can bring it to Boulder, Colorado as well. I do think it'll take some time because he was named so late in the game. He didn't really have a great first recruiting class from high school. But I think the portal will be something interesting to watch. He's already got Travis Hunter, who I mentioned, a former five-star, number one you know, ranked player in the entire country, coming with him to Colorado. He's got a quarterback in Shador Sanders and his son. But I do think that roster was really – it was probably one of the worst rosters in all of college football at Colorado. It's going to take some time for him to clean house. But I would say in year two, you would see a massive turnaround. I don't know if it comes in, in year one, which I think will be uh, you know, interesting to see the coverage of Dion if it goes away or drops off. But I would say year two, I think he'll be able to turn this Colorado program at least relevant and make them where they can become bowl eligible and get above 500 pretty quickly because he's assembling a nice staff as well. That's probably one of the more impressive things he's been able to do too. Danny, great stuff, buddy. We appreciate everything. Enjoy uh, the the next couple weeks of football. It's the last we'll get. We got about, uh, what, two and a half weeks left, three weeks left of college football. So uh, enjoy it, buddy. No doubt, Nick. Darren, great catching up with you guys. Have a happy new year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.